His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. $45 million. That's the price tag of the royal wedding that I just heard on the news. <laughs> I'm Allison along with Rob and Jim. We're His Morning Crew on his radio. Why? Security, I guess, a lot of it. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of the, that's going to be paid by uh, the taxpayers. Okay, if you were like Allie's house... They all were there with tea and crumpets, ready for the wedding. Did except, you really have that? Well, yeah, we had our fascinators on, except for my husband, who's actually from the UK. He was asleep. He slept through it? Yeah. Good man. <laughs> Excellent guy. I did a cycling class during it. <laughs> I could care less myself. Oh, it was so beautiful, though. Jim what was, a moment in history I understand witness. Jim was fascinated, too. Oh, I was all over it. I didn't watch a minute of it until I heard about the bishop mm. who gave the, the royal wedding address and so I went to YouTube, and I'm like, I got to hear what this guy said. It was absolutely phenomenal. So that was the only part of the wedding that I will tell you that I actually watched. Uh, you probably didn't know, but Bishop Michael Curry was in North Carolina. I mean, he was a part of North Carolina as an archbishop. Now he's the archbishop of Canterbury. He gave the royal wedding address. He starts it out like you probably read uh, with the Martin Luther King Jr. speech. We must discover the power of love, the redemption power of love. And then he goes on to bring Jesus into the royal wedding. And Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And then in Matthew's version, he added, he said, on these two, love of God and love of neighbor, hang all the law, all the prophets, everything that Moses wrote, everything in the holy prophets, everything in the scriptures, everything that God has been trying to tell the world, love God, love your neighbors. And while you're at it, Love yourself. Amazing. I got goosebumps. That, great? that was so good. That was that that was the highlight. He was the superstar of the wedding. He really I'll was. I'll tell you that. He was, besides the dress. But listen, besides the dress. That kind of emotion is not normal for a royal wedding. So no. like it was interesting to see a lot of the people's faces that are from the UK and they're like, whoa. <laughs> Is this really happening? And then the Guys dignitaries that were there. I saw George Clooney in the audience. Mm -hmm. He was there as well. And they heard that from Bishop Curry, yeah. which was amazing. He brought Jesus to the royal wedding, and I love that. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I've been curious all morning. Allison has been walking around with like a doggy, not a doggy bag, but something from a restaurant where you put your leftovers in. It's just a meatball. Mm-hmm. A meatball. I'm going to go ahead and ask a question. I want you to text in your guesses. What did my friend find in his meatball this weekend when we were out to eat? You can text your answer to 800-447-7234. I'm just guessing if anyone could guess correctly. I'm just wondering. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get any correct guesses. So we're out to eat for my birthday. You know, it's my birthday last week. What? And we went to, you guys know, one of, my, one of the fanciest restaurants in town. My husband surprised me. Oh, nice. We're sitting at the best table in this restaurant with uh is the best spot and we just had a nice leisurely time we ordered the appetizers by the play area no there was not a play area at this restaurant okay. no kids were there it was just my husband and i and our dear old friends 
And then we order our main courses. And my husband and the other gentleman order the same thing, spaghetti and meatballs. So they both get their spaghetti and they both get their meatballs and we're eating and something happens. And I'm gonna check our texts here. Let's see, somebody said a fingernail. Nope, yeah, a bug. A, a nope. tooth, there's one that says a tooth. Engagement ring, nope. What else we got? Band-Aid. A Band-Aid in the the meatball. Wow. Okay. Latex gloves? Nope. Wasn't that. What was it? Lego. He pulls out of his mouth a screw. What? A screw. Like a sharp. It was inside the meatball. And we were all just shocked. He goes, I just pulled this out of my mouth. It was in the meatball. And we were thinking, like, this could have been horrible. You're right. If my husband had gotten the meatball with the screw in it, I guarantee we'd be in the hospital right now because he does not chew his food and he swallows things whole. That's the way I am, too. I just I just suck him down. Oh, so afterwards, I was just so thankful that my husband did not get the meatball with the screw in it. I felt bad for my friend, but thankfully, he didn't bite down hard on it. Like, no damage was done. So the manager, you know, comes over after we tell our waitress what's going on and he apologizes and and it's like, what can I do? And my friend's like, well, I'd like some more food. And so he gets more spaghetti and meatballs. But of course, we're all a little nervous to like bite down hard on our food because what else is going to be in there? But the manager, he's. He told us he has no idea how it got in there. I mean, obviously, he's going to say that, but he said they're handmade. So whoever was handmaking them wasn't doing a very good job if they didn't notice there was a screw inside one of them. Can I ask a customer service question? Yeah. Did they not give you your meals for free? Well, at first, they were just going to give my friend his meals. Yeah? We were just like, we lost our appetites and everything. So he went up and said, you know, we're here for my friend's birthday. You know, is there anything more you can do? And he said, I'll give you all your food for free. Good. Good. At least they did that. Yeah. But we went somewhere else for dessert. I don't blame you. (laughs) Well, here's a thought. And this may have happened to you at one time. I saw an ant in a salad once. What odd thing have you found in your food at one time? Maybe it was not a screw, an engagement ring, or a Band-Aid. A Band-Aid? Did you see (laughs) that text? Yeah. Uh, What do you think? What about you? Join the conversation. Odd things you found in your food that made you go, ooh, gross. Mornings with his morning crew. Allison's friend in a meatball found a screw when they went out for the birthday meal. I've got one left. Jim, do you want it? Yeah, is it held together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they used nuts and bolts to keep their meatballs together, evidently. <laughs> wow. So we started thinking about the stuff that you have experienced, the odd things you found in your food at 800-447-7234. Well, Tracy said, my mom found a rubber band in her salad at her favorite restaurant. But after the manager apologized, mom told her, hey, we're all human. And the, and the restaurant remained her favorite to day she passed. Oh, that that's says a lot sweet. about her character, yeah. doesn't it? That's so sweet. And then we got a text from Martha. I so emphasized with Allison. We found a screw under a pepperoni slice on our pizza. They gave us that pizza for free, but we had to pay for our beverages. Oh, Martha. Wait, oh, Mar- they should have. Oh, man. Okay, Radina's along with us. How about you, Radina? We were at a restaurant and my son got to looking really funny in his drink, and then he got to digging in it with a straw and he pulled out a roach. Oh, oh my. Oh. Oh. We very calmly told the waitress we tried not to make a big scene, um, and she gave us our meals for free. Good. 
That's why I don't use the coffee maker here at his radio. <laughs> really? I saw a roach in it one day. Oh, no. Pretty Ooh. gross. Hey, protein. <laughs> and protein is power, right? Okay, sure. His morning crew. Even if you find something in your food, like Allison's friend's meatball at the restaurant the other day, a screw. Mm-hmm. A fancy restaurant, you guys. And he pulls out a screw mm-hmm. from his mouth. Ooh. Okay, so the calls and texts are coming in at 800-447-7234. We're hearing from Whitney. What was it for you, Whitney? So I was eating at a restaurant, and I found a garden spider in my food. Oh. It was, it was dead, thank God. Did you say it tasted good? Oh, no. no. Oh. I didn't eat it. Oh, good. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I just wanted some extra protein in my meal. Yeah, right? A little extra protein with that spider. Mm. Okay, you should see some of these texts that are coming in this morning. Gina said that uh, I once found one of my ex-mother-in-law's acrylic fingernails in her meatloaf. Oh, a yeah. cooked meal. Yeah. Oh. Mom. <laughs> wow. Okay, Ooh. Emily, I once got a piece of cardboard in a biscuit. They gave me that meal for free and two coupons for two free biscuits. Because, you know, after you found something weird in your food, you want to eat that same food again. More biscuits. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Join the conversation. 800-447-7234. Mornings with his morning crew. Quite the interesting topic. It all began with Allison's friend who was at the restaurant with her family. Well, I mean, it was two couples. Mm-hmm. It was a place that specializes in uh, spaghetti and a meatballs, and there was a screw in the meatball. Yes. Can you yeah. believe it? A screw was in my friend's meatball. So then we started hearing from a lot of people that had an experience with food and, and stuff in it with the calls and texts that are coming in. Yeah, this text kind of takes the cake. Hannah says, we have a local barbecue place in my town. It's very old, and usually the older generation eats there. I ate there with my grandpa once and found a tooth in my cream corn. That was the last time we ate there. Oh, And I said, was it a human tooth? And she said, yes. Ew. No, I didn't eat there. I was yeah, I was going to ask Jim if he's been there before. Did you work in the kitchen there, Jim? <laughs> no, and I have my teeth. Smile, please. We got to check all your teeth if they're there. That's real. He's 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 hiding his lower. Oh, teeth. he is hiding. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, fine. so here's Terry. What's up, Terry? What happened to you? I found you know the the plastic wrap that comes on a head of lettuce. Yeah. I found that in my salad bowl with the salad on top of it. <laughs> What? Yes, they didn't figure people ate the dinner salads that came with their meals. Yeah, really? They didn't believe me at first until I pulled it up out of the salad bowl. More than just pretty voices. Allison, poor Allison, their friends that did the double date with them on Allison's birthday celebration had a meatball. And in the meatball was a certain thing. A screw. We don't know where it came from, but I've got an extra meatball. Does anybody want it? Has it been out of the fridge this long? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no. Pass. That's what you're worried about after I tell you I found a screw in the meatball. It was yeah. a fresh screw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was nice and freshly cooked. So the calls and texts are coming in of similar experiences with things in food. Yeah, Maggie said that they bought a, uh, her grandma a cake from the store, and when she took a bite, she bit into something hard. It turned out to be a pill. A p- what? That could be dangerous. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Or healthy, or, depending. Yeah, maybe it's a vitamin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be Allison's favorite from oh. Crystal. My husband and I stopped at an old country store up in the mountains, and I got a small 
carton-like, the school milk cartons of malted milk balls. I love those. We got back in the car and I opened it and put it in my mouth and hundreds of tiny moths flew out. Oh, no way. Filled my mouth, my face, and the entire car. Oh. <laughs> it's been since 2008 and I have yet to eat another malted milk ball. Oh, 10 years is not enough. What'd you do, Crystal? Did you, like, open your mouth and start to pour them in and the moths went in? That's how you oh. eat them. Oh, can you imagine? Oh. I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. I'm so, oh, okay. Sorry about that. Okay, so here's... I love I love Nydia. You're going to love her accent. She's from Puerto Rico. Okay, Nydia, tell us what happened. It was in here, thank God. <laughs> but it, it was in Pennsylvania in one of the best restaurants. For some reason, their, their specialty is the milk, meatballs. And in a meatball, in my mouth already, and I am very picky on that, I found a hair. Oh, that was the most... I didn't want no more food. I mean, I don't want, I didn't want nothing. And my husband paid, and he paid, and we, we left. And I've never been to that restaurant, and it's here in town, and I don't go. I do not blame you a bit. <laughs> and I have the feeling that it's the same one that she went with her husband. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they specialize in screws and in hair in their meatballs. <laughs> the specialty is spaghetti and meatballs, but I don't think so. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Those things that you have found in your food, thank you to the inspiration of Allison's experience out where a screw was in a meatball. It even was in her guest's mouth. Yeah. She didn't cook them there at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Just to let you know. We did get our food for free. They were all very nice, and yes, I did leave a tip. You did good for, for you. It wasn't girl. her fault. <laughs> no, at she all. was very good. Oh, so the man. calls and texts are coming in at 800-447-7234. Yeah, we heard from Emily years ago. I found broken glass in a bowl of queso. Ooh. Like queso nonetheless. That's crunchy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'd think, <laughs> right? Gone really bad. And then we got another text from Karen. I ordered potato soup from a fancy restaurant and a piece of metal from the potato cutting machine was in the soup. Get out. I got the meal free and a piece of cheesecake. Yeah, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here, here's Brittany. What's your story, Brittany? I was at Ponderosa one time a long time ago, and I got a baked potato, and there was a slug in my baked potato, and it was as big as my thumb. Ooh, that's oh. gross. And I pulled it out, and it popped open, and it had the spots on top and everything. It was a literal, like, a snail in oh. my potato, and I don't know if it grew in there or what, but it was Oh. Was funny. They gave us a free meal, but I was still like... <laughs> yeah, no more Ponderosa for you. No wonder why that restaurant's not around anymore, huh? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. And redefining escargot. Isn't that what that is, Snails? true. Yeah, she actually got a discount because they would just charged a lot for that. You're right. His morning crew. Yeah, little Tristan Johnson. He's 13, goes to Zebulon Middle School, and he just started playing the cello. That's a hard instrument to play. I know you've mastered it, uh, Allison, but... Uh, uh, I took a year of violin when I was about six. I didn't know that. (laughs) No way! (laughs) I wish I would have stuck with it. Yeah, you might have gotten it down by now. Can you play the cello? No! Oh. That's one instrument I want to play, and I've never even tried. But it's very difficult, because there's no frets and stuff like that. It's just the accuracy. Oh, don't fret about it. Anyway, he's only been playing for a year and a half, so you figure, well, you know, he's probably, if he's talented, he might be halfway decent, because it it hurts the ears to listen to these string instruments until they're accurate, because they're like, but uh, as you can tell, he's not too bad. Oh, yeah. And he's in what grade? He is uh, in seventh grade. 
And so he found out he made the uh, the like what they call like my wife used to have, was a chorus teacher. They had honors chorus and all that kind of stuff for the you know the people that really tried out and did well. He made the 2018 middle school honors performance series at Carnegie Hall. No, that's Carnegie cool. Hall. You've heard of that, Allison? I have. <laughs> Not too many people have played at Carnegie Hall. You got to be ridiculously good to play at Carnegie Hall. And this kid's ridiculously good. Yes, from Zebulon. I like saying that. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. She's done, did it again. She went off to the discount grocery store and discovered something she's going to make Jim and me eat or drink. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, come with me to the grocery store. I'll meet you there forevermore. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, I like it, you are. Worried about you guys. Really? I'm worried you're not hydrating enough. Oh well, thank so you. Take this bottle, All right. Jim. Because it's been hot, and you guys have been outside running miles and miles, and riding your bikes, and climbing mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> Jim. All right to the T. You know it. <laughs> you know some things I I get because I know it's gonna be gross, and I want to see your guys' face when you eat it. <laughs> But this is a beverage. But this is a beverage, and I think you're actually going to enjoy it. I think it's going to be tasty. Okay. Oh, good sign. Allison just drank from the, her bottle, so here it's we go. It's not bad. Mm. It's not as good as I thought it was going to be. Okay. <laughs> is there going to be, like, enzyme things in this thing going to be squirming around in my stomach? Well, there's essential nutrients. Which, you got to love the nutrients. What's that mean? This is called Wanu Water Plus Nutrients. It's the first ever nutrient-infused bottled water packed with 10 essential nutrients, including 6 grams of non-GMO fiber. Okay. And it's low-calorie, Rob. Nice. So you'll be happy. It has nine of the 13 nutrients deemed essential for good health. Mm. So bottoms up. Yes. And I don't know if it has an expiration date on it. I'm sure it does. I forget to look because I don't care. (laughs) She she really doesn't. It could be like 98 and it's okay. Okay, here. Expired March 18th of 2018. So. At least it's this year. It's only two two months. Yeah. Mm. It can't be that bad. I'll admit mine is like watermelon. It's not bad. It's good. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so if you bought this in the store, you'd pay $3 for a bottle. Oh, how, how much, much was it? Three for a dollar. That's come 33 cents. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, come with me to the grocery store. I'll meet you there forevermore. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, I like it. You are. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Yeah, well, graduations. Graduations, I said. Isn't that cute? Mm-hmm. Graduate. Whatever. <laughs> They are uh, going on right now. They're trending. People are graduating. And and now I've, uh, guys, they got it easy. They can wear comfortable shoes easily. But ladies, they got to wear these heels and stuff and look all pretty. And that's not comfortable, I understand. Not always. I don't know personally. But uh, Sarah Agee, Agee, I guess it's pronounced. She is a graduate down in uh, Seminole, Seminole High School. And uh, she thought, hey, I want to wear some Crocs, you know, those plastic rubbery kind of shoes. Yeah, that a lot of nurses wear. Yeah, mm-hmm. the nurses wear it because they're comfortable, apparently. I never had those either. However, so she reached out to uh, the company and said, hey, what would it take? How many retweets will it take for, you know, to send it for the whole class? And they said, well, 2018. Get it? Because that's the class of 2018. Uh. And what happened? They sent them to everybody, the whole class. Ah, I'm How many you. actually wore them? 
not all of them. They just want to be uncomfortable. Some of them want to be uncomfortable thinking it looks better, but I think the Crocs looks better. I think so. But Sarah's obviously a fun person. It's crazy. I don't, I'm not like an attention person, so this is really weird for me. <laughs> I want my kids to look back and think, oh, my mom was a jokester. She's cool. See, <laughs> it's about what the kids think, right? Look back. Think it ahead when she's got kids. They can look back and say, oh, mom, you're so cool because you wore Crocs at the graduation. <laughs> and got them for her entire class for free. Yes. I wish That's they amazing. all wore them. Just, you know, some of them wore them, but the others wore uncomfortable shoes. Bless their hearts. <laughs> I would have worn them. I could see yeah. Allie doing that. Yeah. Totally. She would so do that. Jim, on the other hand, the high heels. <laughs> yes, all the way. Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. Kevin Nix. This guy owns one of these, and it's pretty fast. He owns a fast shed. Hmm. Shed. Like one of these things in your backyard? Yeah. Only it's on wheels. And he's proven how fast this thing is at this big event on a beach in Europe. So he's a gardener, and he thought, yeah, a few years back, nobody has a motorized shed. I'm going to make one. So he did. It's road legal, so he can drive it wherever he wants. The cool thing is about this fast shed that Kevin Nix has, and you can even see it on Facebook, the fastest shed. It's a real thing. He'll drive it around to different organizations so he can raise support and awareness for those organizations, which is really cool. So any idea, any guess at how fast his motorized shed is? How fast can this thing go? 78. (laughs) 35. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. Allison's 35 is nowhere near Way to go. Jim's 78 miles an hour because this thing cooked really fast at 101 miles an hour. Whoa. Set a world record in everything. For sheds? For a fast shed. Actually, somebody else built one, and it went up to, like, oh, close to the 35 that Allison mentioned earlier. This guy's not tooling around. Uh Oh, Oh, no. Yeah, thanks, Allie. More than just pretty voices. This is such a busy time of year. You got graduations and weddings and dance recitals. So video of one of those dance recitals is going viral. Not so much because of the adorable girl on stage, but because of what her dad is doing backstage. So you can hear the music. There's an adorable little girl in a tutu and tights and ballet slippers on stage. And just off stage, Acer Gill was standing there because his daughter was so nervous about her performance. So he decided to take the time to learn the whole thing and he stood off stage so he she could look at him for help if she needed it and so you see this like you know six foot something dad wearing a leather jacket and a baseball cap off to the side doing little twirls and uh ballet moves it is so cute and this video has been seen over a million times i can i can see why that's quite cool that this dad is doing that He should have just put on the tights and tutu himself and joined in. Oh, he would have stolen the show for sure. (laughs) He knows every move. That is so cool. So sweet. It takes an awesome dad to do something like that. Mm -hmm. The the reality is is it's really his dream. Oh, he wants to be on stage, you think? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, his dream came true. Yeah. And it took Facebook to do it for him. Rob, Allison, and Jim. I sure do hope with all the eating that Allison said that she just recently did, 
that she put in there one of the most important vegetables that are the most important above any vegetables that even the doctors say that you need to eat this vegetable. I ate very few vegetables this weekend, so I'm pretty sure I did not have that one. Which one? I don't know. Broccoli. 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 I had broccoli. Broccoli. Very good. Good job, Jim. The doctors are revealing this is the one vegetable that you need to eat the most. Broccoli. Hmm. Why? Because. Okay. It helps with movement. That's all I can say. And (laughs) it's associated with lowering the risk of cancer. Two great reasons on why to have broccoli. Movement. Like it'll make Jim a good dancer? Not that kind of movement. But it'll make Jim a better movement guy. Uh, Anyway, uh, vitamin K is in broccoli. Here's a lot of calcium that can be brought out of broccoli into your body. And if broccoli sounds boring to you, how about this old song from Dana Carvey from SNL? Chopping broccoli. Chopping broccoli. Chopping broccoli. Everybody now. Chopping broccoli. Thank you, Dana. Don't you feel much better about the number one vegetable that doctors say you need to eat, which is broccoli? Yeah, I didn't sing that yesterday when I ate it. No, but next time, you will. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. A big shout out to this father and son who are completely superheroes. I saw this on WBTV's uh, Good News Story with Kristen Hampton. They're Sean and Drevin. They're driving down the road, and they're going by this one car that's on the road, too. And they're like, wait a minute, dude, that car's on fire. I can imagine the conversation as they roll down the window trying to wave them down, going, hey, your car's on fire. And the people go, yeah, yours is nice, too. No, dude, your car's on fire. So they finally were able to convince the family or the older couple that was in the car to pull over. And as soon as that car came to a stop, poof, it went up in flames. It was horrible. Well, the woman that was inside was able to get out, but her husband was stuck inside. And here's what happened next. We come running out, and the lady who was driving, she gets out, and we ask, like, is anybody else in the car? She goes, yeah, somebody else in the car. They're running over to him, trying to get the car open. Well, he's stuck in the seatbelt, and the car's full of smoke. I mean, it's just coming out, the heat, the flames coming out the back. Yeah, this father and son literally saved that man's life. They were able to get the seatbelt undone. It was able to get that man out of the car, perform, you know, the emergency stuff on him. And they are both alive today because these two men, this father and 16-year-old son, cared enough about this couple to say, your car's on fire, pull over, we want to help. Sometimes I imagine how I would respond in situations like this, and I hope and pray that I respond like these guys. Yeah, right? (laughs) And not... You would call 911, of course, because that's what you do. I do call 911. You do it very well. Yeah, that was a, that was a, what? I was just going to say, just so you know, that's a backstory. She calls 911 once or twice a week. Oh, yeah. She calls it on me all the time. Yes, and, and rightly so.